All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. You're listening to Oilers Nation Radio, a member of the Nation Network of Podcasts and delivered by DoorDash. One hour of straight hockey talk with Dan, Rick, Tyler, and Bag Milk starts now. Oilers Nation Radio, 95,000. That's what the episode is, Tyler. 243. Pretty close. I think. As we do every week. Well, every Friday, anyway, we start off with a delicious debate for our friends at Oodle Noodle and DoorDash. New location in Calgary, I heard, is opening the first week of December. If you were down there behind enemy lines. Prepare for something delicious to eat. If you're here in Edmonton, it's kind of rainy outside today, and that is no bueno in November. So mm-hmm. order something from our friends at DoorDash. I ran a yield sign. Had nothing to do with the rain. I just didn't see it. But anyways, the rain does make the roads dangerous. So. I hope there's no police listening to this. <laughs> yeah. Or you, just, you just stated just something. Citation in the mailbox <laughs> at Dogfatch that right was, away. That was Tyler's guilty conscience speaking. Um, unrelated, but when was the last time you had your eyes checked? My eyesight's really good. The lights that shine. Says who? Uh, they may be ruining it, but. That yield sign yeah, says we, differently. That yield sign. Uh, yeah, it's a tricky one. <laughs> then a, a tricky it comes out of you in nowhere weird from out of triangle. nowhere. I really wasn't sure what was going on. Came out of nowhere. I thought yield signs were just suggestions, anyways. Yeah, One of uh, my first ever meetings with the nation was with Coomsey, mm-hmm. and uh, he slipped through <laughs> a yield sign while I was in the car with him. It was my first time ever meeting him. He's like, You want to go grab a coffee? I was like, it's weird. You work in a coffee shop, but sure. Got in his car and we slid through an intersection. It was spooky. Where'd you go for coffee? Starbucks. Did he pay for it? Uh, yes. Oh, what a guy. Wow. Stand up guy. Tries to kill you. Anyways. Then buys you a coffee. We usually start the show with some nonsense. I felt like you were getting into the delicious debate too quickly. So I wanted to just derail. We just needed to keep talking to allow Liam to get in here after this, after the England game. What happened, Liam? I can't discuss what happened. Okay. So we don't have, we don't own the rights. It's It's terrible. It's basically a win. 
or the US of A. And they would Why is that? Explain to me. Because we're better. And we just we should be beating <laughs> shitty teams like the US. We are fifth in the world and we don't play like it. Ugh. <laughs> it was just so shitty. But isn't got pinned back for almost 90 minutes. Gave no effort. They won the game on Monday 6-2. They couldn't right. score. They had one shot on target. Is there goals for goals against in the World Cup? Is that a thing? Yeah. yeah. Goal difference is what they call it. So there's a problem. No, they're good. They're already they're plus four. four. We have four points. Iran has three. The U.S. has two and Wales has one. But the issue is, if we had won today, we would have gone through to the next round. Mm-hmm. But now... Everyone's still open. Anyone can still go through. Okay, but how exciting is it to watch the third game if you guys are already advanced? They're really just doing this to increase the uh, the fun for everybody at home. But it's not fun if you lose. They didn't lose, <laughs> though. But, no, but if they lose game three and they don't no, make it through. They just want to increase the you, tension a little bit, so but, make sure the fans have a good time. They're not having a good time, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> and then you play Wales, who's always gets up for these games because it's a four-nations game, and it's just... And you're literally having to battle other Whales. Yeah, they have, so, they have 11 whales on the pitch. Hmm. It's, oh boy, uh, oh. it's a big day. But how many, uh, William, how many soccer games would you say at the World Cup end at a 0-0 tie? There's been a lot this yeah. year. They actually said no other team has had more 0-0 draws than England in the World Cup history. There you go. Try being a fan. Well, so you've all, seen them all. You're not, I feel like I do every time. You're I not losing. Ball. You just don't lose. You don't win. I'd rather hmm. lose. Wow. I don't know. I wouldn't rather lose it. He <laughs> <laughs> didn't mean that. He's changing his mind real quick here. It's just fresh right now, I think. Yeah, I'm, I'm raw. Well, I was a little bit upset almost that we didn't have a camera or a microphone on you because you were pacing out there. Just a camera. Well, I, I got here. He was sitting at the, you sit on his chair at the table. And within minutes, he finished his burger, and then he started inching forward and closer and closer and closer to the television. I saw a little bit of Rick in it coming out of him, though, well, where he's standing I, up and pointing at the TV. I said I felt like I was having an out-of-body experience watching myself watch <laughs> hockey, but I was watching him watch soccer. It's, uh, I understand. I enjoyed it. Can we talk about Canada? What do you think are their chances against Croatia on Sunday? Good. What they time is the game? Uh, 9 a.m., I think. Yeah, oh, nice. all the group stage games and the groups won in, in the first two uh 3 a.m., 6 a.m., 9 a.m., and noon. Um, I think they have a pretty good chance. I think it was bold to say they're going to go F Croatia. Ah. Seems like uh, they like Croatia. I was the coach of Canada said that? Yeah. I loved it, though. I mean, yeah, it's fun to kind of hear, but if you're the other team, it's like, well, Could we you imagine the outcry if anybody in North America printed a paper with an image on it like uh, the, <laughs> the, the the Croatians did with uh, yeah. with Coach there? How did they like get the naked whole- photo of him, though? Wow. Photoshop. <laughs> <laughs> so. Yeah, Canada's good, though. They played well. A lot of good comments after the game from the Belgian players. Like Kevin De Bruyne, who's like one of the best players in the world, one man of the match. He's like, I did not deserve this at all. Like, Canada was way better. Like, we couldn't break them down and, like, all this stuff. What do you call people from Belgium? Belgians. Waffles. Mm. Yeah, I knew that, actually. Never mind. That was, uh, you were, that was, you were excited to get that question out there. I was actually, like, thinking, I was like, what do you call Belgians? Yep, that makes sense. (laughs) Boy. (laughs) Banner starting to be Running yield signs and figuring out waffles. It's the rain. The rain's getting to his brain. I feel for you, pal. I believe in England, I suppose. I mean, I have no affiliation to them, so (laughs) just for your sake, I believe in them. Those three lions. Just annoying. They just do this to us every single tournament. And it's just like, you you win your first game, and it's okay. Always good. You get to the second game, and it's always shit. 
You know what I like about the World Cup right now? Like, I'm a big fan of having live sports on right when I wake up. Yeah, like... Yeah. Yeah, it's 3 a.m., 6 a.m. Uh, these are... I woke fun. up this morning. I was texting Liam, and we're watching the Netherlands. Not together, but almost together. It was oh, nice. Holland up. <laughs> yeah, we did what I said, didn't we? Did the it Netherlands nice. win? <laughs> No, it's one one. My girlfriend really appreciates it because she oh, she's a she gets up for work early, like around the same time that the games start. And she's like, "You never have coffee with me in the morning," and now I do. Just for a couple. <laughs> yeah, but of how months. much are you actually talking to her? Are you like making that cup of coffee, then getting well, to the she, couch? You like, hold on, I gotta. We talk about the game because she plays, so she has an understanding. It was pretty funny her watching me against England the other day. I was probably worse than I was today, and they won six so. two. Yeah, was I was close. getting in there with the editors and kicking it with them, and it was awesome. <laughs> yeah. I love it. You, I love you, it. you need like a little ball attached to a string <laughs> yeah. and attach that to your foot so you can make the same plays, and the ball always comes back to a little tether yeah. rope there, and yeah. <laughs> well, delicious debate time. I think we got our nonsense out of the way. Well, we only got to pull it back. Delicious debate. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I they, believe because they're intimidated by no one. I've heard, I've <laughs> learned that recently. It's a real life joke for those who uh, are tuning in. Tyler, uh, delicious debate. Kick us off. All right. It's Black Friday today. It's a big shopping day for those of you who don't know that. Um, so let's go to a hypothetical world where you can go Black, sh- Black Friday shopping for the Edmonton Oilers. What would you be buying for them? What kind of parameters we got? Literally none. You can say anything. So I, I, I floated this question out to Matt Larkin earlier today. And he said he would try to buy a cryogenically frozen Curtis Joseph. That's insane. To plop right into the Oilers crease from the 90s, put them right in. I said I would buy them a bunch of five-hour energy so that they start games on time. Really help them get the, you know, get going, hit some, you know, skate around all crazy. Also, also incorrect. What's the answer? What right? is it? The 2006 Chris Pronger. I was going to say the exact same thing. Dude, Chris Pronger on this team. This I was going to say the exact same thing. At like, and you got to remember, 2006 Chris Pronger was making like four million bucks. Yeah, I saw a very money about how the Blues had to trade him because they couldn't squeeze him in with this darn new salary cap. But Chris Pronger is a good answer. <laughs> 2006 Chris Pronger, bang done. Okay, okay, I got to think of a new answer, Dan. What do you got? Black Friday shopping for the Edmonton Oilers. Uh, well, I, I, before this segment, before we started recording this, Tyler kind of gave us the parameters of like coming up with like a product or something. And so I was thinking of, uh, that tonic that Mr. Burns gave Ken Griffey Jr. Yeah. Uh, we give that to Tyson Berry and then he turns into a Chris Pronger of our own. Oh, I thought you wanted him to have a big head because he becomes gigantic. No, but, but see the tonic has been refined since then. I'm like, and it's just going to help the entire body living room. It's just going to help the entire (laughs) body grow and he's going to be Chris Pronger style. So (laughs) the Mr. Burns is human growth tonic is my purchase along the lines of, uh, whatever the Monstars were drinking. Yes. Or Michael's special (laughs) stuff. That's Mm. a good one too. Yep. Yep. Liam, you're going black Friday shopping for the Edmonton Oilers. Well, I'll just give the same answer I gave on the show before I'm going with another $4 million man. Oscar Clefbaum. A working shoulder for Clefbaum. I thought for sure you're going with bananas. (laughs) Yes, everyone has one banana before the game. Potassium helps. But Clefbaum, so this would be the last year of his deal, right? Yep. So you've had Clefbaum for the last four years, and now he comes in and he's just, maybe he's your pronger. He walks in, so I can follow me down this rabbit hole, Liam. Clefbaum comes back. It's miraculous. Everybody's excited about Mm -hmm. it. But he shows up to Roger's place wearing a leather vest, no shirt. Walking in, everybody knows he means business. Yep. Abs are out. His shoulder is now entirely metal. 
No, no, he comes out in the Rick. He comes out in the ravishing Rick Rude. Uh, oh yeah, the robe, and then slowly <laughs> undoes it for everybody for the the ladies and the bag milks in the crowd. Mm, thank you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We unveil our first ever bionic man. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Oh, do have yeah. Connor and he honestly sat uh, there and just like concentrated, true. but he went, and into his a, knee went back <laughs> together. So he went into a tube and thought positive thoughts. One. <laughs> Rick said, Chris Pronger, that's his black Friday purchase for the Edmonton Oilers. So to keep it a little bit different, I'm going to say Jason Smith. Mm, someone uh, commented that to other side of the defense. Yep. Mean is all hell. Help keep the puck out of the net. All of a sudden, hey, listen, if you got a first pairing, you got Gator on one side, Chris Pronger on the other side, nobody's getting anything done. Maybe the store you're shopping at has a BOGO on for Black Friday. (laughs) Either way, both (laughs) those guys are going to have to quickly realize that there's a new set of rules and they're going to have to refine their games very quickly. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Uh, Chris Pronger, no chopping to the throat anymore or whatever (laughs) allegedly used to happen. Um, I want to hear from you, Owen Radio Podcast. What are you buying the Oilers for Black Friday? This is hypothetical. Tyler threw this out there. There's no rules. You make up a, your own rules, just a man. a fun little discussion. What, what, around? what wouldn't you buy? Like if you saw something on sale and you're like, yeah, it's a pretty good price, but not for me. Hmm. What wouldn't you buy for the Edmonton Oilers? What should they be staying away from? Like if Victor Faust is on sale, like he's in the bargain <laughs> bin, I'd be like, ah, I love a $5 DVD, but I don't think I need this. That's a good one. That's a good point. You know? Mm-hmm. I don't have anything. Don't you guys ever, have you ever made a bad impulse purchase on Black Friday? All the time. Well, actually I did it yesterday. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> a quick regret. <laughs> it wasn't, it wasn't bad. It was a mistake and I, I made it worse for myself. So Kate Spade had a sale on 50% off when oh, I was nice. looking for anything. Could have given me a hundred guesses. Wouldn't have nailed that. <laughs> now, were so, you shopping for yourself or your missus? Uh, my missus. Oh, okay. Yeah, right. There was a little gap there. I thought he was going to say himself <laughs> I, for I a second. Business. <laughs> business. Interesting. Um, yeah. So I was buying this ring, not that kind of ring, well, just a little ring. She's not listening to this, is she? <laughs> she might. She might. So oh, oh, actually, hopefully not. Turn it off. <laughs> <laughs> so I buy this ring and I'm like, I ordered it. Everything's good. I literally sat there for like two hours and I thought about it again. I was like, I didn't put the size for the ring. Mm. So like, that is not a good thing. This could be anything. Can I ask you a question? Go ahead. Like you're going to present this ring to your missus. I'm yeah. on one like, day. are you going to put it in like a bag or something? So she doesn't think like you're, you're Oh, I'm going to like wrap it up. Yeah. No, are you going to get it down on one knee? Not. No. Well, I, oh. wait, 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 wait. I'm just wait, curious. He's like, he's, she's open the present. I'm not even the house at the time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, Oh no. It's <laughs> like you have one of those little parachute men that we used to play with and that you just throw it at. Yeah. Yeah. So, I go back and I email customer support. I'm like, Hey, like I didn't put a size on the ring. Like, can I change it? And they were like, Hey Liam, like, sorry, you can't change it. And then I was like, Oh, they know him on a first name basis now. (laughs) And I went and looked, I didn't even order a ring. It was a bracelet. (laughs) So you, you were way off on the product. Yeah. It was the incorrect product. You put a lot of thought into it. You can tell you put a lot of thought into that. Are you rolling with that bracelet as your gift? I've got no choice now. I can't get a refund on it. I love that. There's probably a customer service agent at Kate Spade that read the email. Like, what is this guy even talking about? I didn't buy a ring. Yeah. So no, it sounds like they deal with this all the time. And <laughs> they're just like, Hey, actually, no, you can't change that. Yeah, now. So it won't be running into you. the engagement issue at Christmas. Oh, that's good. <laughs> I have a black Friday, similar story. I saw something that came up on my targeted Instagram ads like a month ago. And I was like, that would be a great Christmas gift for the missus. 
And then yesterday I got a targeted ad being like, hey, it's on sale for Black Friday. And I was like, got to remember to do that. But now I can't find the website. I didn't screenshot it. Oh, so I'm to, trying oh. to trick the algorithm into sending it that back makes, to me. <laughs> that explains why he's just sitting there yelling into it, yelling by his phone. So I've been just Googling like fuzzy women's pajamas all morning, <laughs> trying to get my like whatever to be like, hey, he wants that targeted ad again on Instagram. I'm flipping through my stories like crazy, hoping it pops up again. If only that Instagram ad wasn't the only one ever selling fluffy pajamas. But it, it was on sale. It was <laughs> half right price. I'm just. So I need to it? find this. Same Every one. time you see something that kind of piques your interest, you need Screen to click it, screen. open it. No, you got to click the like the, the link and open it up in, in your windows and just like get out of there and go back and yeah, search whatever. So it's, it's in a window, it's open on your browser, you're good to go. Unlike the rest of you, I've already had a successful Black Friday. I ordered myself today, Rick. Yes. Three sets. Of? High thread count sheets. Oh, come Ooh, on. Smart man. 50% off. Come on. No. Come on. Well played. 50% off. I, I, I heard you. <laughs> so you jealous? I am jealous. I want to know. Amazon, but really, I made a, a a stupid decision today. Another one. Another one. I looked up Google Home on Amazon. Nothing came up, and I thought, why on earth would Amazon sell a Google Home when they have their own like Amazon version? I'm actually surprised yeah. you can't buy one on there though. Come find it. There was no oh. Google product. Got to go like uh, Best Buy or something. Yeah. So. Well, I'm looking forward to my uh, high thread count sheets. You guys are all invited for a sleepover. Whether the Oilers win or lose, you'll be sleeping good is what you're telling me. They're not getting here that fast. <laughs> Jeff Bezos will have those in my house probably tomorrow. Oh, he's probably, yeah, he's got a little fucking drone over your place right now mm-hmm. looking for the numbers. Mm-hmm. All I know is I'm going to be sleeping real nice. Mm. You're all invited one by one. I take it. I think my non-Oilers purchase would be Nikita Nikitin. Yeah, pass on those. <laughs> pass on. Listen, I don't want this to sound bad, but just knowing the Oilers' history, we don't need a if there's a Russian defenseman, <laughs> if you're walking down the Russian defenseman aisle, eh, Belov, Grebishkov, Nikitin, they which usually ver- don't oh, work out for us. Hold on. What about Bobo? Yeah. Bobo was good. And which version of Grebishkov are we talking about? The first, second, or third? Because the first was fine. Two was not as great. And three, well, <laughs> that is the one. You're throwing the way through the washing machine a couple times and the color kind of faded. That That's the Oilers' weak spot. They see Dennis Grebishkov on sale and they're like, oh, damn it. The third time he was around, you know when you have sheets and they got those little balls of fluff on yeah. them? That was, that, was his, that was the last time he was here. So there you go. I'm sure that is exactly what Oodle Noodle and DoorDash were anticipating when they paid their invoices month. Mm-hmm. So thank you. Let's debate. Hit us up. I have a second one. Podcast. Please. <laughs> <laughs> Through 20 games, uh-huh. how many Oilers would you give a passing grade to for their play? Passing grade? Yeah. So Tyler asked me this on Oilers Nation Radio right before we started recording this. I'm just going to steal his answer. Connor Leon, Nuge, Hyman, Stuart Skinner. <laughs> I think for the most part are going to get passing grades, but don't forget a D minus is a passing grade. So just get degrees. Okay. Yeah, I guess I didn't think it was like that. <laughs> this ain't like a 50. I mean, yeah, if we're I'm, talking university, so, we need 80% to pass or something like that. Those are the classes. Yeah, what right. would you give a good grade to for their play is a better way to put it. I guess. Um, Brad Malone, two, three, who you got Four, as you counted it? Five. So I got Connor Leon, obviously. I got Stuart Skinner. Uh, I still think. Hyman is close enough to getting in there. Nuge is close enough to getting there. Was Kane before he got injured? He would have um, been my other one just eh, to be different. Yeah, he would have been on the cusp. He would have, but what I wanted a little bit more from him. Um, I'm not so sure there's anybody lower than those guys. Um, like a McLeod, I think, still gets a passing grade. 
Um, defensive wise, Cece, yeah. Cece, I think has been fine. I still think Darnell's good. Um, he's obviously not what everybody wants, but he's he, what he is. He is what he is, and I think he's been fine. Um, out that outside of that, though, I'm not so sure. There's going to be a lot of uh, happy parents reading their report cards. Rick was always that nice teacher, though. He's always that, you know, just looks after everybody, makes sure everybody feels well, good. Well, this team is still 10 and 10. It's still 500. Yes. I understand that's not where we want to be. We have bigger expectations. We believe more in ourselves than that. Um, but it's only a quarter way into the season. Usain Bolt never gave up running the 100 meter after 25 meters. If he was, you know, he's got the really long legs, right? So it takes him a little bit of time to get going here. So I'm considering the order the Usain Bolt of the NHL. <laughs> we need to get those big, long legs going in full strides. And by the fifth, by the, you know, halfway point, we're probably pulling ahead of everybody by three quarters. We're sitting there, we're smiling at the, the short Canadian guy over there. And then, you know, when it's all said and done, we have the gold. I just, silver. I would just say that. You're, you're not wrong in, in saying that from 21 games on, we're going to keep going. But I think that the list that Tyler laid out is a little closer to what I would say was is a passing again? grade. So it's Leon and Connor right, right. and then Hyman True. and Nuge yep, yep. Skinner. 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 I would probably, I think I would put CC in there myself. I think CC has been that's fair. just as solid as I could ask of him. And that's, that's it. But otherwise I think that this team is re- like, I think we just have to be really brutally honest. Am I, not like, so the only name I had in there that was not included was McLeod. Nurse, correct? Oh, McLeod. That's fine. And I don't agree with you on nurse. I like, I don't say nurse has been bad, but I don't think nurse has been everything that we could hope for. He's not playing as good as he should be. He's yeah. playing subpar for his expectations. He's not, Fair, well, but I don't think expectations anybody's aside. He's not playing well enough for his own standards. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah. For his own standards, but he's also trying to pick up, make up for his, his defensive partner. And that's fine. And I would say that about Bouchard as well. Right. I would say that Bouchard Bouchard has been having to Bouchard's having a, not a great start. He's having a minute. His, but, but like, that's, so that's my thing is that I don't think that that's going to continue for him, but I just think 20 games into the season, you're looking at like six guys where you could say, yeah, those are the people that I would say, I want you to repeat what you did for the last 20 games and we will have success. Liam, what you got? I don't really have anything else. I mean, he's he just so defeated after a tie. Right the list is, he's in a tie melancholy. Slim to none. There's more players on the Oilers list than England's list today, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> <laughs> How does this affect the English football yeah. team? <laughs> I can't wait for cold performers. <laughs> so you said that Nurse has been trying to make up for his defensive partners. His most common teammate by a wide margin, his most common is deep, CC? deep partner, CeCe. CeCe, I think, has been the best defenseman. You know what? So going back, I do believe we um, the organization kind of screwed up the raising of nurse and like oh, yeah. the, in the organization oh, massively by locking him down with, with, with a, uh, with an anchor with, you know, he's not allowed to just figure out his own game and make his mistakes. He's got to worry about his partner. And I'm terrified that if we don't get another quote unquote, Keith, you know, a veteran who has been around who can do some mentoring for Bouchard that we're going to do the same thing with him. Elliot Friedman today was on with Bob Stoffer and said something along. Why doesn't the he come on here? I don't know. We'll have to ask him. Mm-hmm. Duckiness. Um, but Bob, you mean. The right? reason I bring this up is Friedman said something. They were talking about moves that could happen sooner rather than later. Oh, dear God. And Friedman <laughs> said, well, maybe it'd be Klingberg to Edmonton. Does that help us defensively at all? So that's my thing is like Klingberg is a really, really good D-man. Yeah, but like, what, like unless we're flipping him for Barry, like what? as part of the return there, I don't see... I don't see how it. Yeah, I don't know what fits. you're in there. Like, what do you have to subtract? Uh, another question would be like, of our 
issues in our own end, how many of them are derived from not being able to move that puck out? Like, I know there's obviously times when they're coming in a three on two or whatever and walk around us or, or whatever, but how many times are we stuck in our own end because we can't move that puck out properly? Too much. So maybe a That's guy fair. like him would help get the puck out. Cause I mean, we are missing that in, in, in Mike Smith, right? The first pass was not a defense before it was Smith to a defenseman. It kind of eases up away from a forward and the, and the past two and three are subsequent. Um, right now we're not making that first pass and our forwards are flying the zone now making the second pass or even the first pass that much harder because they expect already to be one or two passes in and, and the puck moving. Like we have talking about breakouts. Liam made a funny, we were talking yesterday, just kind of bullshitting at the office and you made a funny joke where you're like, the thing about Evan Bouchard right now is he either cannot make a pass or he's going to make like a 180 foot bomb pass right onto the tape. And there's no in between. Yeah. It's either a turnover or you're right. He's putting just an absolute dime onto another guy's <laughs> stick, onto his teammate's stick at the other blue line. It's a breakaway or something. Yeah, it's a good point. And then they can't pick up the pass and then goes in the corner. But if but if you're bringing in a Klingberg and you're sending somebody else out the door, is the defense that much better? Depends on what the subtraction is. See, because they're righty. 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 Because our addition last year of Kulak allowed everybody to slide down. And that yeah. was the big thing is that whoever you bring in to me has to move the people that are behind them defensively down the depth. It would move Bouchard down. So I think what it would do. It might even subtract minutes from CeCe at that point. So let's say it was Barry and a first for Klingberg at 50% retained, right? Make their Klingberg down to 4.5 million, whatever. You make the money work. Now Klingberg is your top pairing right shot guy. CeCe's now your second pairing right shot guy. And Bouchard is on the third pairing, maybe paired up with a Kulak and a sheltered sheltered offensive minutes. He's sheltered offensive minutes. Then let's do it. I'm in. I'm all in. Is he the guy who you would be like, you only have one 2023 first round pick to move. But how do you make it fit? Anaheim keeps two and a half mil and takes Barry. I thought he made nine million. Seven. Anaheim did this with this in mind. Yeah. Did this well, Klingberg did it. He did that. We call it the yeah. Taylor Hall. There's yeah. a reason he has a no trade clause only until January 1st. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I don't January mind it. I just second, like, here he comes. I just don't think Klingberg, like, if you're doing the Barry swap, okay, I guess. But, like, is that the defensive style this team needs? Like, more of? I still believe that we need to play a better five-man defensive unit. It's not about having that. I mean, there's very few Chris Prongers out there. There's very few Gators out there. There's very few defensemen you can put out there to stop things, right? You need to do it as a five-man unit. And I do believe if you brought in a Klingberg or something like that, it would improve. <laughs> John Klingberg in 375 on five minutes with the Ducks has been outscored 23 11. The context there being the Ducks are they're terrible. terrible. So, so that he in the playoffs last year because Dallas had that reputation of being tough to play against against when they played. Calvary, that's a better right? question than what he's doing right yeah. now with the Ducks. So I wonder if he's able to bring that same tone to the Oilers. Yeah. Last year in the playoffs, he played 103 five-on-five minutes. And in that time, okay, it was scores were goals were 2-2, but the shots were 78-36 in a bad way. So that's not great. So Calgary was shelling him. Calgary was shelling him last year. In the regular season last year, again, just digging up the five-on-five numbers for this guy. uh, He played just over 1,300 minutes, was outscored 68 to 58, and the shots were pretty Darn close to even forty eight percent was the shot share. And was he their like top pairing guy? Yeah, he he was he would have been a top pairing guy for for Dallas. I still think like those numbers aside, I wouldn't worry too much about him. I think he's a guy who moves the puck really well and is a proven top four commodity. I'm just again 
if that's going to be the guy you move the first round pick for, I, it's a big swing. It's a swing. Yeah. But I, you're talking about his numbers or whatever, and what he does. Yeah. Shouldn't they just keep Barry if that's what you're going to do? Well, is it Kl- Klingberg's off the books at the end of the season too, correct? Yeah. yeah. So you're um, paying for a bit more financial flexibility. This then you're summer? giving up a first just to yeah. get to get half out. a season of Klingberg and then get out of Barry. You're not yeah. guaranteed that though, right? Because you may make some offensive moves and then find money to sign a Klingberg with the, with the hopefully with the cap going up this. I, I think one other thing to consider is too, the Oilers don't score goals now. Like the yeah, top, we're top, we can't score, score. We can't even outscore our problems right now, which is like, dude, we had fifty shots last game and zero goals. So what so, if he helps that issue of helping yeah. other players score points? Keeps the puck yeah, out of our net and adds pucks to their net. And yeah, just to add to that, it's fifty shots in forty-eight minutes. By the way, we had no shots in the first twelve minutes yeah. of the game. That's so. the craziest part. And they that hit a, a couple goalposts in there too. I think, like, wild. But that's but that's what happens when this team has to play from behind. Yep. Then we start racking up the shots and we look and we're like, oh, weird, we got goalie. No, that's you got effect. beat early and then you got beat shorthanded and then you just couldn't catch up. I think that's a great point. I called it uh, in real life the other day, the worst 50 shot performance I've ever seen from a team. And it was, they didn't play that good. No, no. They could have, if they would have won that game four three, we would have been sitting here going, they got, lucky got away with the that Islanders. One. They got away with some sloppy shit. They're good. I mean, to be fair, the, the Islanders weren't, weren't playing perfect. Their goaltenders made some key yeah. saves and well, and then we made it easy on them too. Like Hyman tried to bang the puck in, I think three times and don't get me wrong. I love him for trying it, but he's trying to bang it in at the, at the ice level. Sorokin's got his legs down there. You're never beating him at that, yeah, level, that level. So yeah, I pushed through, but yeah, anyways, I just, that game was one of those ones where I feel like the Oilers made it look better than it actually was. I, I'm really frustrated right now with the lack of depth scoring. Scoring it, period. But like the thing is, if it's not Connor Leon, Nuge Hyman, who's getting goals right now, nobody. Cause if those guys ain't scoring, nobody's getting a sniff right now. And that's well, a problem. Like, I, I, I will, didn't see it coming in the off season. I'll give him a little bit shitty. of a fucking pump, but Fogel has been a little bit better, but yeah. ish. Yeah. no, like of the rest, if everyone was top if of the everybody line. had Fogel numbers right now, things would be well, like, if I, but I would not a lot Fogel different, but a little doing, bit, they'd be better right now. The only other thing I'd add to that is, and I'm not complaining about Fogel's production at all, but he did it when he got elevated. He scored the right. shorty. But sure, they did yeah. when he got elevated and it's like, okay, we need guys who are scoring when they're not with 97 and 29. Yeah. And it's great that Fog- like Fogel stepping up for Kane's injuries. Awesome. Perfect. I give him a ton of props for the way yeah. he's played. He looks way more engaged, very impressed with Warren Fogel, but the guys who are away f- from 97 and 29, they need to start scoring too. Like that's what makes a good team. Yep. Of course. No, there's no denying it, man. There's this team can't really defend right now as a team. They're having trouble scoring as a team. Um, they're yeah, they're just spinning their tires in some mud right now. You know what Look, they need? Chris Bronger. Maybe a trip to the mountains. Mm. Mm. Our friends at Tourism Jasper, we got half price lift tickets available at Marmon Basin. Only 89 bucks plus tax. Come on. The best deal in the Canadian Rockies is back for 2022 and 2023. Save 50% off the regular price adult, senior, student, and youth lift tickets every single day, all season with Tyler. No blackout dates. You want to go skiing? Jay is there right now. He looks like he's having a good time. He is having a good time because Jasper is amazing and you should go there. What's, what's in your eye? What's going on over there? You okay? I'm getting a headache from these lights. <laughs> yeah, I saw his little pinch there. No, I thought the lights in your studio are so much sign. brighter. Yeah, I'm blinded. <laughs> I tried to warn you, Tyler. Felt like it was getting pretty heavy on you and the lighting, but. Yeah. Well, these some of those, those glasses you wear at the dentist. Oh, like those old 3D glasses. Mm-hmm. Or just go full on Bob McCown. Shades in the studio. Oh, I dig it. 
I, I think that I'm almost at an age where I might start pulling that off, you know? Oh, why not? Shades why not? inside. Shades all the time. I remember once at school, do you know that song, I Wear My Sunglasses at Night? No, never heard of it. Never heard of it. Doing a charity event where they had to raise so much money. They would play, they literally played that song like all day. (laughs) Oh, Lord. I can't even see you, Tyler. The light's off now. I can't even see you on the screen. Good thing it's a podcast. (laughs) Yeah, with that. I think I'd be like in the evening, I maybe get some yellow framed glasses or yellow lenses of glasses. Like that Sharks defenseman, Kyle Fraser McLaren or whatever. Or Kyle Kyle McLaren. McLaren. A young Elton John. Exactly. <laughs> always, I've always said bag milk's very much like a young Elton John. I look great in a duck Tiny costume. Dancer? When you don't wear them, you have to wear them like Guy Ferrari, though. Fieri, though, on the back of your neck. <laughs> oh, of course. <laughs> and then, like, also, when I'm not wearing them, I just get a sweet flames shirt. Yes. Like, not Calgary flames. Oh, Belgium. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Belgium. Belgium, that. Belgium football flames. kit. Belgium World Cup oh, football kit. Wally Wally. Anyway, I was uh, getting to the, <laughs> if you want some lift tickets for the <laughs> basement, jasper.travel forward slash, forward slash, Tyler. Forward slash. Escape. Jasper.travel forward slash escape. I just like Stop. how all four of us went beg milk when you said we should go to the mountains all went. Mm. <laughs> we should it's do that time. more often. Word association. The mountains. <laughs> I love Jasper so much. Me too. One of my favorite places on earth. Gorgeous check spot. It out. Go check it out. One of your favorite uh, places on earth next to this studio. Yep. And the good times we have. The big guy is smoking up. We're hitting the crickets, but <laughs> <laughs> uh, next thing I want to talk about a little bit is the Oilers made a little move on defense today, recalling Philip Broberg from the Bakersfield Condors. Marcus Niemelainen sent back in seven games played in the AHL so far. Broberg had two goals, two assists. What are you expecting from this move? I mean, he scored twice in seven AHL games. That's pretty good. Scored them both in one game. Okay. <laughs> One of them was a beauty though, wasn't One it? One of them was yeah. sick. It went end to end. Um, what do you got? What do you expect from Broberg? Cause like, are we shuffling deck chairs here? Maybe or is this an actual little, upgrade? Slightly. But, who, but who has more upside? Broberg or Niemalainen? Broberg or Murray? Broberg's the answer in any situation. He's maybe not the answer that we talk about a lot, but I think he at least gives you some upside here. You were coming into the year. The plan was for Philip Broberg to be your everyday third pairing defenseman injuries and some poor play in the preseason got in the way of that. You let him go get seven games under his belt down in the American league. Now let's see what this guy can do at the NHL level. I have, I have no problem with it whatsoever. I think it's a good move. There's no downside to doing this. Liam, I think. Yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, they've tried everything else on the blue line right now. You may as well yep. give him. Next up, Jason Demers. That's what I would say. <laughs> <laughs> See, I think they put they put him down there. Though, and they, when he went down there, he didn't play right away. He was injured, right? So obviously yeah. he was injured to start. So we've been doing some makeup till now. Comes back up. I don't expect the uh, this to cure all of our issues, but I think it'll raise the defensive level at least a little bit or the, you know, the level of the defenseman, not necessarily the defensive, but it'll make them a little bit better, but I'm not sitting here thinking that it's going to change a huge amount. Yeah. I mean, for me, it's, first of all, it's not a, any kind of an indicative statement of what Marcus Niemelainen has brought to the team necessarily. I just think he's the guy that's the odd man out uh, for Broberg. You don't want him to lose his spot just because of injury. So it's good that he's coming back for that, but I'm with you. Was it you that said about Ryan Murray? Like, I don't know. I don't, I would have been okay with a Ryan Murray send down too. I don't well, know. Someone brought up a good point. I think you leave there. Ryan Murray up though. So Nemo goes down and plays uh, yeah, a lot. And that's then, then Murray's the guy who can step. Was that? No, no need run. for me to comment. Is that what you're going <laughs> to exactly say? what they uh, said in the chat. Like that's fair. We can say in the press box where Nemo line needs to play. That's fair. That's true. 
And I, man, I got an issue with Murray. That guy can't stay on his feet recently. That dude falls over a lot. He's got the old Brett Kulak thing going on. Oh, He's been weighed down by that tan. You There's know? A, so many of these guys. I don't get it. The defensemen are like, they're all losing their feet in the corner. It makes no sense right now. Is it time to blame the equipment manager? Well, we might. Oh, well, yeah. I was going to say, <laughs> maybe like make sure there's no tape on the bottom of your blade or something like that. Maybe they're, the other teams are tar- starting to get into it. Yeah, exactly. It's been a few years since we blamed the equipment manager, so might be time. Yeah, Water, at least. Guns for everyone else. Yes. Wow. Can we do some research, get some names for us, please? Mm-hmm. Come for you, equipment managers. <laughs> By all accounts, you work very hard, but not hard enough. I have a question about blame, if we've got a quick minute. Please. Fire Ken Holland was trending after oh, Wednesday. Lord. Ah, oh, my Lord. Thoughts? I am 100% off this train. This is it's, not on him. Kick us it's, off. What's the rant? Uh, how is it's it his not- fault that literally nobody is scoring when they were the sixth highest team in the league last year and you basically brought back anyone and everyone and added a tie-in rookie who also can't produce offense and you signed Evander Kane. It's like, not a, it's, it's not, not worth a response. It's no, not it's, worth a response. It's ridiculous. I just think it's completely unreasonable to put it on him. It's, it's very Oilers Twitter is what it well, is. Well, Liam, you had, you had a really good tweet about it. You said blame or something about like looking for, just looking for somebody to blame. I, I wanted to know yeah. who was going who people were blaming and people commented Ken Holland. No, I blame everybody with fucking skates on their feet. I agree. I'm with you. I, cause Liam, you were in the BCAS chat the other day as well. And there's people doing it. You're like, well, it's not. And I agree. Like, oh yeah. I was commenting back. If you look at the roster in the off season, this is how it's made up. This is your top nine or whatever. The fact that we're getting so few goals outside of the usual suspects is really surprising to me. It would be really hypocritical of us to sit here and say, yeah, we should fire Ken Holland because we all knew that this was going to happen at the start of the season because we were all drinking the Kool-Aid. We all thought that this was, you know, the, and and, and saying all this and it has like a tone of like, we're defeated and we're lost, but we're not, we're still a 500 team and, and Playing are still pair. the exact same so team like our, that we were our last bottom year. seat, our bottom floor right now is yep. 500. So yep. that's, and so, world. you know, it's, it's, I just, I get it from the standpoint of like, this is also a city that had a guy drive around with a Kevin Lowe billboard behind it that said fire Kevin Lowe for years and years and years when he was just the president of hockey operations at that time, not even really, you know, and I mean, so anyways, I you, did you, find it funny when you parked it outside of the old Oilers. We, we, and, and you know what? That's like it, <laughs> yeah. in, its, in its own right. It's funny, but yeah, I just I like, that's no different than like saying it's one player's fault. Well, then it's let me no throw this G. one at you, Dan. Yes. I got a question for the mailbag. Spoiler. Spoiler for Monday. Spoilsies. Did the Oilers make a mistake hiring Jay Woodcroft as the coach? Because that's where we're at these days. Are we even given that question the no. time of day? You, there know is- what, you know why I included it in the mailbag, Tyler? Because you're going to shit on him. Because you want Brownlee's answer. That's exactly right. Yeah. There's an element of, I would say, from the playoffs last year to the game even this year, where Jay Woodcroft lost the head-to-head bat- battle with Todd McClellan. And, and, and you can just... You can just, I think I can just comfortably say that, that McClellan knows how to play a Jay Woodcroft team, but I don't necessarily no, think. No, he knows how to play the Oilers because he handled them but all. That's, and that's, but that's yeah. also a hit, the head coach because we said it after the game, after the LA game, the there was no adjustments whatsoever. You, the head coach can tell you to do whatever, but if the guys at the skates on the feet don't do it, it don't matter what the head coach tells you. It's like losing your dad yeah. in a car the, this, game. The players, McClellan knew all his tricks. The players know how to go out and fucking yeah. beat that. The players have to put their nose to the grindstone and go out there and do it themselves. 
They have yet to. There's a big letdown, I think, in terms of the uh, the emotional high you get when you're playing those playoff games, and then you come down to these games. You know, you have those letdown games and you know, the NFL or whatever like that, and we're kind of seeing that right now. They need to get out of it right now, but that's that's kind of where they're at right now. But I think that that's where, and I think you like my other point was going to be that it's you haven't seen it so much with the other games. It's just that it's the things like the starts that people point to a coach, and you're right, it is on the players. But people always point to the coach because the start of the game, no who's the person that talks to the team right before they go out there? It's the coach, right? So it's just the easy answer. <laughs> but it's like they assume the coaches are okay, guys. Ease up for the first couple of shifts here. Yes. It's a long game. You got a lot of shifts. Don't put it all into the first one. It's yeah, no, that, 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 uh, yeah, I, I can't get behind those arguments. I'm not blaming Woodcroft, but I am intrigued how this team has gone from such a pretty good five on five team defensively to an absolute shambles. But it's because you have to want to go out there and play defensive. But and why don't, don't these players want to do it anymore? Like, why did they want to do it so bad last season to make the playoff push? But now all of a sudden. Because it's only game. Because I know this is a terrible mindset to have, but it's game 19 out of 82. I know, but it's I, just a terrible like mindset to, me, to have. To me, all I'm saying, and, and I think all Liam is saying too, is there's a question mark now raised. I don't necessarily yeah. believe that it's time to change the coaching, no. but I just think that there's some questions where we're like, okay. And Liam's, I think that's a fair point that 20 games into the season. And we all talked about it in the off season, how we were going to finally have a full season of Jay Woodcroft getting these guys doing his things. But yet we're still 20 games in the season. We're asking why haven't we started a game properly? Probably because if, they're not doing his thing. If it yet. gets to the point where another coach needs to be gassed with this core, there are much bigger problems yes, than the that's fair. Yeah. yeah, and that and I agree with that wholeheartedly. And I don't think we're there yet. No, I don't. No, far from I don't it. think we're close at all. I'm not close at all. No, we've been close we've been all. playing the first quarter of the game or the first quarter of the season, kind of like England played their fucking World <laughs> Cup game today. They knew there wasn't a lot of. They didn't have to go out and win this. They don't have to have to have to, don't have to have. And they just kind of got through it. Yep. Well, we're on the verge of sacking our managers, so I'll take that for this one. <laughs> But how many managers have you have you had in the last like five years? One. Yeah, we're at what now? Four, four at least. Jay Woodcroft's not the problem. I'm just gonna say that no, right. He's no, not. He's that's not. it. That's exactly it. Tyler, there are some problems though. To download this nation every day, you talked about five alarming stats. So I just want you to share those with us today. We'll just get them out of the way. I like the way you put it on ONE. We're gonna get them out of the way. We're gonna talk about them. We're gonna move forward with a little bit of positives as we finish off this podcast. Only 23% of teams who are outside of the playoffs on American Thanksgiving make it, and moneypuck.com currently has the Oilers at a 20% chance of making the postseason. What kind of odds do we have on the uh, old gambling sites here? I might look into that. Yeah. The Oilers have allowed the seventh most shots against per 60 at five on five. Sure. Not good. The third most goals against at five on five in the month of November. Those kind of go, those two stats probably go hand in hand. All of this, despite the fact that their goaltending actually hasn't been that terrible. 17th mm-hmm. in the NHL at five on five this year. Can you imagine if it wasn't league average? <laughs> but could you imagine if it was above average? I don't think things would be that much. Their concerning stats or alarming stats. With McDavid and Drysaddle off the ice, the Oilers are being outscored 13 to 7 at five on five and outshot 183 to 159. <laughs> The outscored 13 7 is the bad part, or the really bad part. <laughs> and you just, I love the Korskis, though, so I want them to get more shots also. I basically would say that you just want that to be even, right? At the very Probably, worst. Yeah. Yeah. But right now, it's almost 2 to 1 for the opposition, yeah. so not great. 
Not great. Um, I also then, because I said I wanted to put all the bad stuff behind us, I had incurred three encouraging signs. Ooh, here we go. There are 10 teams in the NHL with a 550 or better points percentage. So the top 10 teams in the NHL in the month of December, the Oilers only play two of them. So we're getting a little bit like the tough schedule we started with on top of that, a little bit of a turnaround on top of that. Six of their 15 games are against teams with a worse than 500 points percentage. So the bottom third of the league. In my experiences, that's not necessarily a good thing for this team. <laughs> hopefully, is, it's different. Yes. Than, hopefully, it's different in this, in this year, but I've seen a lot of bad things come from that. Their 5v5 shooting percentage <laughs> is 30th in the NHL at 7.02. <laughs> Last year, it was league average, 16th at 8.52. It should go up. If you're at 7% now that through you know six weeks or whatever we are, that means you should have six weeks where you're at like 9 or 10%. That's good. There you so go. There's that. And uh, the Pacific Division, specifically, I had some numbers there. Uh, the Oilers are only four back of L.A. and have two games in hand on them. So that is a very catchable team for the Oilers. And they've already lost a head-to-head game against the L.A. Kings. Seattle and Vegas, though, the teams that are one and two in the division, they are both top five in the NHL in five-on-five PDO, which tells you their play and their numbers are probably a little bit unsustainable, and they're due to regress down a little bit. Negative Need regression. a little luck. Yeah, and the other thing, too, the five worst teams in the Western Conference, San Jose, Anaheim, Arizona, Chicago, Vancouver, Seattle's played them four times, Vegas has played them six times, Edmonton's only played them twice. So there you go. I think what Tyler's saying is the Oilers have to win some of these games they're supposed to win. Got to beat you, got to beat the shitty teams. But maybe things aren't as bad as we see that see them to be right now. Ultimately, like and I said, I yes, it sucks to be 500 after 20 games. With no doubt roster. about it. But... Man, it could be worse. It could be worse than being 500. But you no? got to think, we're, <laughs> we are not playing good right now. We are all sitting here. Everyone's fucking you bummed up with this team. We're still 500. This team lose, uh, missing the playoffs. You say it almost yearly now, Tyler. It's kind of my thing. <laughs> and then last year, they turned it around in February. Yeah, in There's February. There's a lot of runway left to go. There is. There's a lot of runway. Like, that's why... On real life, we were asked what our level of concern is, scale of one to 10. I was still down at like a three and a half, four in that range. My frustration level is through the goddamn Oh, my roof. frustration. My worry level is still pretty low. Yeah, yeah I'm a five. Fair. Dan, what are you? Well, oh, asking my number of where I'm at worried. Yeah, your nerve number. I would say three and a half, four. Like, I would, like, if you look at the last few years, we've, we've fallen apart in December, and that's concerning to me because we haven't yet hit December, but I think so. That's like, like, so I just like, I like hearing the numbers from Tyler, but I am a little bit concerned that December is not our best month. Liam, what's your number? Mm. Your nerve number. Well, pick a lot of this stuff with my heart. Mm. Please. (laughs) Probably. I'm probably a six because what worries me the most is literally everything that has gone wrong. Could have gone wrong. This season has gone wrong so far. We literally had a player get his wrist slit on the ice. Not good. <laughs> like, and the uh, goalie take a puck to the good. nose goalie just sitting there. Yeah, Brett Kulak has tripped in the exact same spot twice. Twice. <laughs> like, just everything is going so poorly for this team, and it just it's very worrisome to see these trends continue over weeks. As an English football fan, you understand this. It's been happening for decades <laughs> for me. Well, as an so, Oilers fan, it's been happening for decades. Don't worry. Yeah. So I would give myself a slightly above average of a six. There you go. The correct answer is 2.9. 
mm-hmm. on the worry scale. It might be the average. If you're listening to this right now, I want to know your nerve number out of 10. How nervous are you? Owen, hit us up. Owen Radio Podcast on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, looking ahead tomorrow, we are going to be down at Soho on Jasper Ave for the brunch for Ben. Thank you guys for selling it out. Very, very much appreciate all of you. Who are you starting, though, against the Rangers? We're talking about this. Well, we tried to get to this yesterday on Real Life. That just really did not happen. So I'm just asking. Fuck. Who are you starting tomorrow against the New York Rangers? I'm going to go back to I'm going to go back to Stuart Skinner. I think that the Oilers need to win. You can't get swept on this road trip. Stuart Skinner, I think he deserves and has earned a chance to rebound from a tough start in his last one out. He made the mistake against whoever that was. Ends up in the net. Way she goes. I'm going back to Skinner. Rick? Jack. Hmm, why? Uh, I think he came in here as your number one. He's obviously trying to figure out his game right now. Um, yeah, obviously you don't want to uh, you don't want to get swept, but I don't think there's one goaltender that gives you on ice that much of a difference right now. I still think it's the five guys in front of them that need to play properly, and I think this is a perfect opportunity of your quote unquote number one starter, your five by five, another opportunity to start gaining some of his momentum. Dan, what say you? Uh, I'm with Rick in the sense that I don't think it matters which goalie we start. The team in front of them is going to dictate how we win this game or lose this game. Uh, but I would go back to Stuart Skinner for that reason that, uh, just like with Jack, when he had a bad game, we got him back in there after another game off. Uh, I think you should do that with Skinner as well. Tyler. At first I was on the fence and I said it really didn't matter. But then some people in the chat on Oilers Nation every day were like, you know, Skinner is coming off a poor game. They said he's earned the chance to redeem himself. And I think he has. He didn't play great earlier in the week, but I think you look at his body of work on the air and you go, you know what? You're a big reason why we're not worse than 10 and 10 so far this season. You deserve a chance to bounce back. You shouldn't have to sit on that bad start for seven days. Liam, what you got? Yeah, I would probably go Skinner too. I wonder the broken nose thing. Would it be that bad to give Campbell another day off to you don't really don't that's not that big of it that's not a big deal i can't believe he played as fast as he did but what i couldn't believe is the people that like last episode we talked dan brought up the fact that you don't blow your nose after getting your nose broken and the one for your eyes will swell up we had people sending us photos of that it is jarring yeah Yeah. wwe guy oh lord yeah yeah it's do not blow your nose if you think you've broken your nose again this is a psa from dan <laughs> don't blow your nose if you think you've broken it because your eyes will swell shut it's gross you f- it makes you feel like you're gonna you have to do it though like it it your body t- is instinctually telling you blow your nose so don't do it Ugh. Okay, for our friends at twig and berries.ca <laughs> it is time for hot cold or acid i should say got a couple of questions from you i'm gonna get the boys first opinions on all of it if you head on over to twigandberries.ca, use the promo code NATION15, get a little discount on your order. Or if you're out in St. Albert, pop in store. Try a hoodie on. ODR season is just around the corner when it stops raining. You're going to look fresh out there. Uh, ask the idiots. First question, Liam, I'm going to start with you. It's American Thanksgiving, but I still want to know what everybody thinks is the best, the ultimate Thanksgiving Day food. Um, well, I've only celebrated Thanksgiving for the last three years. So stuffing. You were never thankful before three years ago? Not in England. Wow. I guess I didn't move here three years ago, but I just didn't do anything like this. Uh, I'm going to tell Liam I love stuffing. I'm going to say that is my ultimate Thanksgiving Day food. Tyler? Uh, Yeah, I I love stuffing too, but you got to like load it up with gravy. And I will say 
doing like the ultimate bite when you're having your Thanksgiving meal, when you throw some turkey, some potatoes, some stuffing, and some gravy just all on one big forkful, uh, you cram that down your... That is the best when you get the ultimate bite. Rick? Uh, you know yeah. what? That's, uh, it's it's going to be stuffing. <laughs> Mashed potatoes need gravy. Turkey usually good good on its own. White meat needs gravy. But if you make a really good stuffing, then you can just take that all away and I'll just eat stuffing. Dan? Yeah, I'm going to make a fourth vote for stuffing here. The key is for Queen me sweet for stuffing is you have to make it inside the turkey, though. You can't do stovetop. You can you can mix in stovetop with the turkey, but you well, have to have something made inside the gut. Like, like a real one. Yeah, there's only so much space inside the turkey. Yep. So to, it has to, to be, yeah, there's got to yep. be some in so there. Either we're getting a massive turkey. Yeah, but there's only so much you can fit in there. Pot. And then you know another fucking pot of it over there. Yep. Because sometimes like if I'm being, if I'm being honest and I will be, sometimes I just do like my second plate is just all stuffing. Yeah. And like, let's it's face sandwiches. it, I don't know what everybody else is. Um, the, you need to make a bigger dinner. Because I'm coming over with at least three to go containers. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And not like little shallow ones either. I got the, the, the deep fuckers. Yeah. Question I number two. I can eat stuffing for another week. No problem. Oh, I'll just, you know what? It, mine doesn't last that long, unfortunately. Sometimes I'll just, I'll, again, I'll be honest. Sometimes I just make stove top stuffing just because I like it. I don't care. Dude, what you go to the, is. go to the, go to Safeway, get that little frozen block. Mm. Yeah. That works really yeah. well. Reversing the order. This is from Kylie, our girl, Kylie, Dan, realistically, what do you think the Oilers need to do to turn this around? Um, pull up their boots and wake up <laughs> earlier. I don't know. Like I just like, I think that the, the answer lies within, it lies within the players. And that's the, those are the only people that are going to decide whether we're going to continue to play 500 hockey or if we're going to start playing like a Western conference finalist, Rick. Uh, you're right. It's from within, but it's just that five on five uh, team mentality, that team game on the ice that they have to do. Tyler. Play with more desperation. Yes. You know, I, th- I think that's really what it comes down to. And I think it'll be a telling kind of week or two for this team. Um, Cause you're 10 and 10 things are kind of hitting the shits right now. So do you have it in that room to kind of look at each other and go, guys, we got to get a win. And everyone, every time you're on the ice needs to be doing everything they can to help us try to get the win or are they going to go out there and float around for the first 15 minutes against new york and just wait, wait to see somebody start the game yeah wait until mcdavid scores a sick goal and then they'll yeah. be like oh shit let's play hard like tr- play with some desperation right from the jump that's my that's my thing a lot of urgency liam what do you say yeah i think the urgency is a big thing uh playing together and being urgent together i'm going to just say and don't tie they have to <laughs> simplify things a little bit Get greasy. I want to see a team that charges the net, hacks away. Like there's a couple of guys that'll do it. Like Zach Hyman's always in front of the net. Yes, it's starting to get there a little bit more, but I want more people crashing the net. I want a point shot to go through and there's bodies there hacking away. Like the Oilers don't do that right now. Secondly, respect the blue lines. I've been saying it for years. Can't give the puck up at either blue line on three feet either side. Uh, Next question. I'm just going to start in the middle. Tyler, you're up. Should Evan Bouchard take a trip to Bakersfield to restore some of his confidence? Nope. Next. Rick? No. Dan? Uh, one of my favorite television shows of all time is called Canada's Worst Driver, and I'd love to just tell Evan, look where you want to shoot the puck, not where you're afraid no, of hitting because it feels stand. like he's killing the shin pads. That is a good show, though. It is a good show, and I just think that he needs to look past the shin pads, see past the shins. Liam? No. Can he even go down? I don't know. 
Yeah, I think anybody can go down with, no, you clear waivers. with waivers. I don't think he needs waivers. Uh, all you have to do, Liam, with the Seattle Kraken have shown us, all you have to do is scratch him for five games, <laughs> and then you can send him down for a conditioning stint, and oh, then he goes to the OHL. Bouchard is no longer waivers exempt. So, yeah, no, definitely so not. So, definitely happening. not. I uh, did not know that. So, no, absolutely my, not. My other question would be, who are you bringing up? Like, who's replacing? Nimalainen. <laughs> ah, yes, Nimalainen. Jason Demers. Okay. Alex Chase <laughs> or the other Chase on that we have. Oh, Jake. question. Jake Chase on. There you go. Question number four. Back to Liam with a weaker Western conference. Do we still have the time to write the ship and make it back into the playoffs? What does your heart tell you? Are we one point out of the playoffs right now? Yes. Do yes. we have enough time, Liam? Yes. What's that one? Uh, is it, is it our Kelly song? It's like my mind keeps telling me no, but my body keeps telling me yes. I don't think that's R. Kelly. But when it applies. Anyone got that one? I don't know. <laughs> I, don't I think know. I think what you're looking for is the remix to Ignition, Hot and Fresh Out the Kitchen. Well, actually, if you Mama see Mama Roland, that body got every man in your wishing. <laughs> Let's go. It's uh, the start of American Pie, the reunion. <laughs> when they're doing the Universal, it's that right. song. <laughs> Here's uh, that song listeners. is by, uh, well, hang on. There's a couple now. It it's Nelly. Mm. Hot and Her? No. <laughs> Nelly Nelly or Nelly Furtado? Country Grammy. Nelly Nelly. <laughs> Country Nelly. Yeah. I think actually Liam might be right. I think R. Kelly did a version of that song called Bump and Grind. Yeah, they uh, Maybe. Wow. I don't remember where we were at. Nice poll. Nice <laughs> poll, The Oilers are uh, one point back or out of the playoffs. They are actually tied with uh, St. Louis for the final wild card spot, even though St. Louis has a game in hand. We're in the playoffs. Tied for a playoff spot. Tyler? On American Thanksgiving. Tiebreaker. Is there plenty of time to turn this ship around? Seven or 62 games to be exact. Uh-huh. Not 72. 62. Rick? Yes. Dan. I'd say we got about another 80 games left to go this season at least. I'm going to say, yeah, there's plenty of time. It sucks. Don't get us wrong. Nobody's happy about the way this started, but like there's plenty of time. The Oilers are going to turn it around. Feel good about it. Last question. Ask the idiots for our friends at twigandberries.ca. Dan, I'm going to start with you. I don't think a trade is coming. That's not really Ken Holland's MO. So what does the group in the room specifically have to do better? Name one issue you're seeing and how do they fix it? Um, like, okay. Uh, oh, like outside of saying team defense, let's say the penalty kill needs to be better. That's a good point. Yeah, that's totally. a little bit better the last couple of games, but it needs to go a long way. Yes. Rick, what do you got? One thing you see that's an issue and how do they fix it? They all need to look themselves in the mirror. Get a and, one big tall mirror. Yeah, yeah. And it's got to be super wide, though. because For the entire team. Yeah, it's got to be wide yeah. and tall because, you know, tall yeah. and short. All and, individuals, though. And you got to look at yourself. And if you are if you are happy with the way you're playing, cool. If not, then you got to fucking fix your game. And I don't think anyone's going to be very happy with the way they're, with they're looking at. It almost got like a mirror room. And just have one well, word at the top. Are you happy with your game? Just one mirror is enough. Or take them to a ballerina yeah. studio, a ballet studio. There you go. And they can all they do take, right in front of the mirror. Maybe just they take one the mirror LRT. one at a time. This way you're looking at yourself only and not looking at anybody else. What if it's a funhouse mirror though? No, no, just one oh. mirror. Like uh, the lady who came out of the mirror. <laughs> you walk up and then all of a sudden yeah, it's like, oh my God, I gained 200 pounds. I don't want them looking at anybody else. You look at yourself in the eyes. Maybe they have to take an LRT ride to Rexall place. And as they're walking down the stairs, they got that mirror right there. Yo, they don't got that type of team toughness. Take the LRT out. Okay. What if it's just wait till Kane comes back. What if it's just two eyeball sized mirrors that look right back at them? That's fine. Well, maybe go. they should go to Rexall. 
Dude, what that go, place has so many. No, they have so many demons in that place. Do not go anywhere near that. Place. They should have to. You mean rats, right? If, well, there's yeah. There's anytime the Oilers are below 500, they should have to practice at Old Rexall Place or practice at West Ed, so we can yell there our tips go. to them. <laughs> yeah, I dig it. See, <laughs> have you guys considered scoring more? <laughs> and then, and then people upstairs are just coughing. Can't They're even hit the name practice. Tyler, what is one issue you see, and what is your solution to fix it? I already, I feel like we kind of answered this one already, but like. They, what they, is your solution to fixing it? What is your one thing, Tyler? Skate and forecheck harder. Be shit disturbers on the forecheck. Create turnovers, all that stuff. Have you put this on their Yelp page yet? Do they know? No, we, this is the whole fucking issue. You, you haven't know, put it on their Yelp page yet. You know what no, else this we fucking know. We still haven't hit the two week point after the signing thing at West Ed when everyone's going to get sick. <laughs> <laughs> no, they did a good job this year of sanitizing everyone, apparently. Liam? Hmm. Yeah, I guess um, I'm trying to think of something different. I will say. Go on the offside, off, offense, I think. That's Win. what I should say. Yeah. yeah put the puck in the net. Solution, shoot more than 50 times. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say that I see the forward specifically flying the zone early on the breakout. Cannot. You need to give some support. Especially to a team that's having issues getting the puck out. Yes. Stay there. At least one fucking guy stay there. Yes. Like, I don't even mind if one guy runs out and tries to spread Fine. things out a little bit. Fine. But you need outlet passes. You need options. And the others are just not doing that right now at all. How do you fix it? Stop flying the zone. Got it? Good. Ask the idiots for our friends at Twig and Berry. Send me your questions for the boys. They get their first responses right here in the podcast. Pickandberries.ca. Use the promo code NATION15. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at bluenile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. We're back. We're back. Uh, I want to tell you really quickly about the Nation Gear Blackout Collection just launched at nationgear.ca. The 2022 Blackout Collection is only going to be available for a handful of days. So if you're looking to look a little bit sexier than you do right now, head on over to nationgear.ca. Grab yourself a hoodie or these toques are super fresh. I want one of these. They are nice. I think they're going to look real, real good. Uh, nationgear.ca to get in on the Black Friday Collection. Time for... 
hot and cold performers for our friends at Canada Snowboard. The big air competition coming up at Commonwealth Stadium on December 10th, presented by Toyota and our friends at Explore Edmonton. It's going to be fun. If you've seen the ramp, the setup, it is going to be sweet. It's going to be an awesome event in the city. I'm looking forward to it. Tyler and I are going to be there, and you should too. Get your tickets at Ticketmaster right now. As we do every week, we start off with our veggies, with our cold performers of the week. Liam, you are to my right, your Canada Snowboard cold performer of the week. Uh, He's going to name the whole roster today or what? <laughs> I will go with video assistant referees in the World Cup. It's been absolutely horrendous. It's been inconsistent, and I am tired of it. You're there to help, and you make it significantly worse. Can you mean an example? Yes, I can give you an example. <laughs> Richie Larea got literally kicked in the calf in the Canada game in the penalty box, and it wasn't called a penalty after they went to the... That's when he stepped on his foot, right? Uh, no, it was a different one. So there you go. There's another one that wasn't called. It was I tweeted about this. But they the step on the foot, they went and like checked it. Yeah, and it wasn't one. And then they also checked In it your estimation, was that a was that a penalty? Yeah, he didn't have the ball and he stepped on him. Okay, so I had some guys say yay and some guys that said yeah. Yeah, I think it was. Um and then there was the one in the Portugal Ghana game yesterday where the Ghanaian defender came across, got the ball first, and then Ronaldo kicked him in the heel and they got a penalty. Just inconsistent and he's frustrating. Are you thrilled? Oh, I'm not. <laughs> Tyler, you're up next. Your Canada Snowboard Cold Form of the Week. New Jersey Devils fans, your team won 13 in a row, and then three fairly legitimate goals got waved off. Like, I didn't think you had a big beef with any of them, and you responded by throwing beers on the ice. Eh, weak. Cold performer. I'm upset. Those are full beers. That's a lot of money well, hitting like, the ice. That's the first thing I thought. And it's also idiotic, because, like, full beers. Yeah, it's full of beer. I know. Don't get me wrong. I've been to a lot of games. I've definitely felt the urge to you do wanna. this. Oh boy, do I ever want? But no, you can't do that. I'm but- way too cheap to chuck a full beer on the ice. First of all, <laughs> I spent twenty dollars US on that thing. I'm not chucking it on the ice ever. Well, it's. I say that as a guy that got one in the head in the playoffs. <laughs> it's also weird to me that there was that many full beers with two minutes left to go in the game. <laughs> like, this reminds me of. Uh, I think it was the St. Patty's Day game last year. I was sitting. At my seat at an Oilers game, and this guy runs down. I think I've told the story on this pod before, and he yeets a full beer and it hits the mesh because that's all that was in front of him because he was hammered. <laughs> and it comes down and it hits a guy, and he just started standing there. He was clearly just out of his mind. And he just started like looking around, being like, Was it me? And everyone was looking at him like, What are you doing? And then he takes off, runs, five minutes goes by. He's back down the stairs on the other side of the section and just sits down in an open seat. Oh. <laughs> and then he sees security coming. So he jumps the rail into club access and sits in another seat there. So they had to walk all the way around. And oh, those guys like can't this, jump the rail. Uh, it was a wild few minutes at the Oilers game, but that I guy think, just fired uh, off the mesh. I think the point Tyler's trying to get to is don't, don't throw those. beers. Yeah. Don't throw anything. Even when I got hit with the beer, Tyler, you were sitting right beside me. I didn't take the, I didn't, uh, I wasn't the damage in that beer chucking incident. The poor lady sitting behind me is the one that had it blow up all over, <laughs> you know, don't throw beers. Don't throw beers. It's not right. <laughs> Tyler. Oh, Tyler, is your laptop it. dying? Did somebody warn you before the podcast started airing that your laptop might die? What's our, whoa, perc- whoa, whoa, what's, whoa, whoa. what's the percentage right now? Wait, wait, wait. wait. What, what was my answer when you said, Tyler, does your laptop have enough juice? I said just enough. 68%. We're, it was at 68%. We are now at the hour and three mark. So I would be fine. I probably could push it, 
It's at 8%. Have you ever been on this podcast? And have we ever finished on an hour mark? I know, but I just had, <laughs> and the other thing is I need to plug it in now. Cause if it does die, we lose the whole episode. So yes. keep going. Uh, Rick, you're up for Canada <laughs> snowboarding. You're now. cold performer of the week. It's our defensive zone coverage. Plain and simple. I don't think there's any, there's not much uh, explanation needed for that one. That's a joke. That's an absolute joke is what it is. Nation Dan, your Canada snowboard cold form of the week. Uh, well, this is a disclaimer because you know what, if you enjoy it, I hope you enjoy it. But my cold performer of the week is going to go to FIFA for giving this world cup to Qatar in the first place. We cannot just allow the game starting to whitewash away all of the, the misgivings that the country of Qatar has has done up until this point uh and fifa has been a part of and been part and parcel to because uh liam and you can confirm this for me after the next world cup is given out to north america which it has been uh where are the next where's the next one rumored to be given to (laughs) there is a joint bid between greece egypt and saudi arabia so some countries with some other questionable social and uh Dude, he said this week that human. North Korea's got an opportunity. Yeah, they did bring that. They're going to bring us all together, you know? So FIFA, so just for the love of the game. So for 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 FIFA and for Qatar, an asterisk with Qatar because I mean, you know what? It just could have been anybody that was corrupt. Uh but for FIFA, you're going to get my cold performer of the month. Oh, get <laughs> Every week, Dan just keeps coming. I got to do it. I got to keep talking about it. No. I Like I said, enjoy it if you're a fan of football, because don't get me wrong, every other sport has its own issues, and we're just pretending if we uh, if we don't think that if hockey had a World Cup of hockey every year that we wouldn't have these issues. It's a societal too. issue. That's exactly it. But FIFA, you're in the limelight right now, and so you get to wear the crown. Uh, my Canada Snowboard Cold Performer of the Week is just like, it's annoying that the Oilers are 500 right now. I get it. But can we stop with the R. Connor and Leon gonna leave nonsense that's popping up on social You're already? Doing that again? And I'm not even talking about other fan bases. Other fan bases doing it, I understand. I get it. But if you cruise the oilogosphere right now, it's coming back and it's just annoying. Stop it. Stop it. You're as cold as ice. But what if they I traded s- McDavid for Barzell and two first round picks? Yeah. I saw that one once. Why wouldn't you do I that? I hope England loses their next game. Come on. <laughs> we'll fight fire with fire. It's getting really nasty. <laughs> just drops it We're getting personal now. Mine yeah. was a joke. I felt like <laughs> that one felt personal too far. Uh, let's end off the podcast with some positives. Nation Dan, you were up first. You are Canada Snowboard Hot Performer of the Week. Well, my hot performer of the week is going to go to all the nation citizens that sold out our first annual brunch for Ben. Thank you to the Stelter family for allowing us to uh, put on something so special and for nation citizens for always showing up and the donations keep pouring in. Feeling hot, hot, hot. Feeling hot, hot, hot. Rick, you're up next. Your Canada Snowboard hot performer of the week. It's going to go to a, a, a city, a, a city of, of, of people. As opposed to, to a city of what? Well, yeah, 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 yeah I get you. <laughs> it's going to go to Buffalo and the citizens of Buffalo for the way they've dealt with uh, their snowmageddon there and the way they're digging out their fucking bells. And we're all sports fans here. If you live three doors down from Connor and we had fucking nine feet of snow coming in here and he had to get to the airport, you know damn well we'd all do the same thing, right? So I, I it's just it's just cool seeing uh, people come together and to get to their, their favorite players out of there. We the best. Wouldn't have to shovel Connor out heated driveway. Touche. You think he just stands out there ever and just kind of like looks around at everybody else shoveling? He's like, 
turns up the heat a little bit more, just goes back into the cryogenic chamber. A nice view. Connor McDavid? Yeah, it's a good view. Do you not remember that video where he's like, the view of the ravine? View and it was just like dead trees. It's right next to, to it's right next to Daryl Cates's house. So oh, yeah. same same spot, mm. same area. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tyler, you're up next. Your Canada snowboard hot form of the week. I do agree with everything Dan said about the World Cup, but I am enjoying the way Canadians are coming together over this national team. I think that is the one big positive that comes of this. And this would have been the case no matter where they played. But watching Canada play in a World Cup game, for me, like I'm not even a diehard soccer fan, but like it was awesome. And I am now fully invested in this thing like I was when they came to Edmonton. And I just love like being on Twitter or like the casual conversations in like the hockey beer league dressing room and everyone comes in and like, oh my God, the match today, this, 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 and this. And that this this is exactly exactly how you grow a sport right you do stuff like this so the way everyone's come together to root on our canadian national team it's getting hot in here. shut up fifa uh, <laughs> looking at our boy Adam Seaborn, who does some sales for us here at the Nation Network, it looks like there was an average audience of about 3.7 million people watching that Canada game against Belgium the other day so pretty good i agree it's also going to grow the game in the sense that if you can get a lot more kids just into soccer. There's such a low barrier to entry to play that sport. All you need is a ball. I feel like that number is very low. And indoor soccer exists in this city. I don't even it's know how big. to measure it, really. Like, if I have three TVs on in my house and they're all in the soccer game, do I get credit for three or do I only get one? You only get one. See, it's bullshit. And it also doesn't do online streams. Oh, so, so I, I imagine a lot of people are at work watching the game. It's a lot of it's a does, lot of guesswork does it now. Count, like, how does it count for, like, uh, heads in a bar? I, well, you get I, I one guess TV. It, I guess yeah. it would just be the, off the TV provider. The Nielsen family thing does exist still, though. I do know that because I used to work for Nielsen. It's still a thing. You can have a box put in your house that says that you're the like one of the people that Nielsen measures off of. So I feel like the, the Grey Cup had like 8 million people tune in at one point or something. I thought I saw. It's a bit of a wild ending to the Grey Cup, actually. Yeah, it was. Does anyone see that? Okay. Yeah, it was. Good for them. It was. I watched the last five minutes. I did my Canadian thing. Yep, mm-hmm. me too. <laughs> <laughs> Where are we at? I don't even remember. Uh, it's me. I haven't done Liam. my hot performer. I my hot performer goes out to the fans of the World Cup because for me, that's always the best part about watching football is the fans and the way people really get up for it and dress up in all these stupid. Like there was a guy dressed as George Washington for the U.S. today, <laughs> stood in the crowd. Imagine how hot he was. Yeah. And then you got all the African fans that are awesome and the England fans yelling about a bunch of stuff that I can't say, but it's good. <laughs> That's my favorite. One of my favorite parts about the World Cup is the atmosphere. I, you know what? I don't like that button that I just gave you. I'm going to give you this one. Put some respect on my name. There you go. My Canada snowboard hot performer of the week is actually, you know what? It's just the takes. The takes coming in right now are spicy. <laughs> they are hot takes all over the place. And I just want to give Oilers fans credit for being endlessly passionate about this team. Even if you're a lot of you are wrong. I still admire the takes. I still appreciate the hot takes. This is why I'm hot. I'm hot. Cause I'm fly. You ain't cause you not. Hey, how about this? Mark McMorris confirmed to be p- participating in the FIS snowboard bigger world cup. I at asked Commodore. that last week. Mm-hmm. And, and, so will, no. and so will Max Parrot, who is a big deal. The an actual parrot. Uh, no, human. Ah, stunning. Actually. <laughs> it would have been, it would have been sweet. And he has a child, a human child. <laughs> okay. From a city. I was just checking. <laughs> I was just checking. Mark McMorris. That's pretty cool. It's going to be fun. The subway ads too. Yep. Yep. Subway refresh. 
They are not a sponsor, although we could turn it into one. I'm going to fucking bleep that. (laughs) I don't get that mention. (laughs) Unless you order on DoorDash, of course, Liam. Ding dong. Thank you very much. For our friends at DoorDash, Oodle Noodle, Tourism Jasper, Twig and Berries in Canada, Snowboard, this is episode 965,000 of Oilers Nation Radio. Appreciate you being here on Friday. Please tell a friend. Enjoy your weekend, everybody. Shout out, Ben. Thanks for listening to Oilers Nation Radio, delivered by DoorDash. Don't forget to hit the subscribe button and give us a follow on Twitter and Instagram. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewellery that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love. And be confident that every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms.